Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. As we're winding down our year and reflecting on everything that's happened in 2022, one of the most memorable moments for me was getting back to Modex in Atlanta. You know, seeing everyone in person and walking the show floor were two things I know that I missed over the past few years. And of course, if you couldn't make it out this year, we have more good news. Promat will be back live and in person in 2023. And so in this episode, we're sitting down with MHI's John Paxton and Daniel McKinnon to see what exactly we can expect at the very important supply chain event. So gentlemen, thank you for being with us today and for joining me. Uh, now that we're back in Chicago, we're going to be back in Chicago for the first time since uh, 2019 for Promat. I know that I'm excited and, and not just for some deep dish pizza, of course. What are you looking forward to the most in March? Daniel, let's start with you. I think that I am most anticipating the return of our industry to Chicago. We had a very successful Modex 2022 earlier this year. Actually, it surpassed our expectations and we are even larger than we had been before the pandemic. So now that we're getting back together and we're recognizing the absolute value and, and, and critical importance of face-to-face -face meetings and large trade shows, Promat 2023 is actually set to exceed our expectations once more, set new records. We have a sold out show floor over 550,000 net square feet of exhibit space, plus multiple theaters. We have you know, so many special events going on. We're, we're just very excited about the dynamic energy that surrounds this event and our community as it comes back together. We're really excited to welcome back all the exhibitors and the thousands of people that will come to Chicago. You know, the Promat is an opportunity to really showcase supply chain and showcase what has changed since 2019. And the theme this year is called Touch the Future. And the idea behind that is physically being able to come in person to see the solutions, to really touch the solutions and have the opportunity to exchange with the exhibitors but also to attend the educational sessions. That's what will be the magic of Promat. And John, what can you tell us about the keynotes? In addition to the 150 educational sessions and the 950 exhibitors, we also have the four keynotes and then two fireside chats. And the panel keynote, the first one will be on Monday. And it is a panel led by Michelle Dilley, who is the CEO of Awesome. And what awesome is, it's a, an organization and a community that brings together 1,500 senior women leaders in supply chain. And their focus is on advancing and transforming leadership in supply chain. So it'll be great to hear their insights and how they share what they've been seeing in the supply chain and how they could share that with the audience. Daniel, what about you? Uh, what can you tell us about the keynotes? Is there one in particular you're, you're looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to Jose Andres, the chef that has really set the pattern for those types of leaders that contribute so much and, and give so much back to society. He really is someone that not only has excelled in the, in the kitchen and, and in his restaurant business, but also in his uh, charity and in his empathy towards his fellow man. We're really excited. His story is great. And then 
you know, Ron Howard will be on Wednesday at one o'clock and that will lead into our student day. Ron Howard's a very interesting person from, from child actor to superstar director to producer. I think that his story is one that will reflect some highly positive energy on our attendees and our exhibitors when he is speaking about you know some of the things, some of the lessons he's learned through a long career in the entertainment industry. And again, something that will be well-received by our audience. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to some of the sessions, but I don't know if I can choose just one as a favorite. Uh, but John, how about you? Can you choose one that um, you're looking forward to the most? It's really hard to choose between the two. Jose's dynamic personality and to learn about his diverse humanitarian projects will both entertain and inspire the audience. You know, I'm looking forward to his story and learning about the logistics behind making the world a better place one meal at a time. The World Central Kitchen has already served over 175 million meals in Ukraine. And closer to home, like at Fort Myers after the devastation from Hurricane Ian, the World Central Kitchen and Chef Jose was on the ground in Fort Myers right after the hurricane, but they've served over 900,000 meals to the people at Fort Myers. So you can kind of get a sense of what impact he's had on the people in need. And what about Ron Howard? Uh, we all know that there's going to be a few of his fans in the audience. We know him as you know one of television's and film's most enduring legends. He's been in the entertainment industry for over 50 years, a producer, a director, a writer, and the star of uh, some programs that are were really the most influential works in over a generation. Proud to welcome him to the stage, and he'll give us thoughts on the creative process, inspiration and innovation, and also the role of a mentor and how he has grown from a childhood star into mentoring people within the industry. We know him as Opie, you know, Richie Cunningham, director of Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, and The Da Vinci Code are just a few of the highlights of his amazing career. And then one area that connects both Chef Jose and Ron Howard together is they work together on a documentary called We Feed People. And if you haven't seen that, that is a documentary on the World Central Kitchen, how it started, how it evolved, and where it is today. And it's really an amazing story when I think about uh, Chef Jose's humanitarian passion and what he has been able to build the World Central Kitchen as he founded it and what it is today. Really interesting and really inspiring. That sounds intriguing, although admittedly, I haven't seen the documentary yet, but now that I know, I'll go ahead and, and find it and uh, have a look myself. Uh, John, I know you've always been involved in the annual industry report panel. Can you give us uh, a bit of a preview? What can people expect from, from that session? So this year's annual industry report will feature the input from over a thousand supply chain professionals. And, and the idea behind it is we survey these professionals and ask them what changes they've seen in technology, how it's being implemented, and where do they see it going in the future. Is there a, a topic or maybe a theme that's uh, appearing in the report that you'd like to draw attention to? The importance of data, you know, data in supply chain, and whether it's for uh, transparency of supply chain, whether it's measuring sustainability within supply chain, whether it's uh, protecting the data along the lines of cybersecurity, Data seems to be an underlying theme of really future modern supply chains and the importance of data. So we'll explore that uh, with the annual industry report, along with the feedback from the supply chain professionals, 
And it'll be really interesting to see how things have developed and continue to develop year over year. The panel will be made up of supply chain practitioners and also from suppliers, and we'll have an academic on there. You'll have to come to Promat to see the industry experts, but we try and have a balanced approach between the equipment suppliers who are, are providing the solutions, the practitioners who are using the solutions, and the academics that are studying and doing the research uh, on the futures of technology. Okay, changing gears slightly, I've heard that there's been uh, a new feature this year. It's called the Startup Pavilion. What is that and how did it come about? If you think about the idea of the theme, Touch the Future, there's many future technologies that are being developed from startups. The idea came is how do we feature these startups that are just getting into the business world and give them a platform where they can showcase their products. So we built in Promat a startup pavilion and the attendees will have the opportunity to really see these technologies and really where the future is heading in these technologies. In addition, we're providing an opportunity for these startup pavilions to get judged and have a third party independent jury that gives us feedback on what they think is the most innovative and there will be an award and that will be presented at the industry night, which we're also very excited about. Nate Bargatze is our comedian. He's really interesting and witty and funny and, and, and a little bit different. And, you know, with that uh, industry night, in addition to the award for the most innovative startup, we'll also have our industry awards, our innovation awards. Of course, who could forget the innovation awards? Always a wonderful time. Uh, how about the selection process? What does that look like for the startup pavilion? We're actually aligning the startup pavilion qualifications with our new MHI startup community, and this is something that we're just now launching, that program is integrated completely into the Promat 2023 Startup Pavilion. We are providing these organizations with like a, a kiosk. It's not like a, a, the same as having a booth. They get a kiosk. Everything is, is, is preset for them. Uh, they pay much less because we expect them to become exhibitors and members. But this is you know, an opportunity for us to identify who they are, get them recognized and get them familiar with the association and with our community. In order to qualify, there's several things, and I'll just highlight the most important one. Embraces an innovative, disruptive, and higher impact technology. Currently has a product or solution that is ready to be sold within the United States. A product or solution has been on the market for two years or less, so not a long time, and they have to be a newer company. Not affiliated with or belong to a larger organization. They cannot have exhibited at a previous trade show. So this would be all first-time participants in this pavilion. And again, not exhibitors, but participants in the startup pavilion. Well, I tell you, this all sounds excellent, and, and I'm sure it's going to go over really well. How about applications? Are applications still open? And if yes, how would one go about getting one? We are taking applications, and it is available on our website, promatshow.com, backslash exhibitors, backslash startup pavilion. It's, it's really featured on the website. My colleague is really managing this process. Paul Trainer is our exhibitor sales manager. He can be contacted at ptrainer, P-T-R-A-I-N-O-R at mhi.org if somebody's seeking more information. Well, you heard it here. If you're a startup or know someone who is a startup, send them to the website for more information. Uh, there's always educational sessions, of course, which I know people look forward to at Promat. Uh, Daniel, what topics do you think are going to be the most popular this year? There's a lot of discussion on sustainable 
topics and environmental commodities and deploying zero emission equipment is is becoming extremely important and relevant uh, just because of legislation that's creating some requirements that had not been necessarily in place in the past. And, and everybody has questions about that. Technology is, is always a hot topic. And, and I would say almost every single presentation on the show floor uh, in our multiple theaters um, discusses uh, technology. John, I know that uh, the live events are in part exciting because people have an opportunity to come together. They have an opportunity to network with their peers. But um, can you can you tell us if there are any special plans for the smaller groups within the MHI community to take advantage of this? Besides uh, the exhibitors and the education sessions, uh, ProMap provides like the platform for other groups to, uh, to come together. Uh, one example of that is women in industry or women in supply chain. And there uh, we specifically have programming for women leaders in supply chain. And it's a great place to network, make connections and learn from each other of all the things that are going on in that space. Uh, workforce is a big issue and a big challenge for many of, of the attendees who will be coming to the show. And we have uh, student days where we'll, we'll look to invite more than 500 students uh, to the student days. And what we do is we set up um, uh, tours for the students and they actually go on the show, uh, show floor and tour and learn about the different technologies. And the idea is to give them a hands-on look at the supply chain. They can interact with the companies and get them excited about careers in supply chain and, and building the future talent in our industry. Uh, we have a young professionals network uh, and, and that is where they, young professionals can get together and network and exchange ideas. So that will happen also at, during the show. So we have a lot of things happening uh, in conjunction with the exhibitors and, uh, and the educational sessions. Okay, one last one before I let you two go. I know that you're busy preparing for the show right now. Uh, but once the planning is done and once the doors are open and everyone's in Chicago, what is your absolute favorite part of the show? John, we'll start with you. My favorite thing, it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one favorite thing, but the, the first thing is seeing the engagement of the attendees and the exhibitors. The exhibitors are so proud of their products and proud of their solutions, and the attendees are, are so interested in learning what's new. So the combination of those two, when you walk the aisles and you see those interactions, those face-to-face -face interactions, that really gets, um, gets me excited. And then the other piece is just seeing the technology advancements year over year. Uh, every year there's new products being developed, new technologies, combinations of technologies, uh, advances in software, advances in, in uh, data and analytics and visibility. And, and it's amazing to see how that continues to accelerate and, uh, and to see all the latest products in one place is, is the technology is really, really interesting for me. Yeah, Daniel. That's a great question because I've been doing this for over 32 years, but really these large trade shows, it's the serendipity that exists. It's the it's the five senses, the, the things that you that you don't plan, that you that just happen, the ad hoc meeting. And really, when I say the five senses, it's the energy that's there. It's tangible. You can see it. You can hear it. You can smell it. You can feel it. It's, it's, it's amazing. And nothing really compares to the energy and the experience that one can obtain 
at a large trade show. It is so amazing and, and so difficult to define, but the, the one word I would use would be serendipity. Like you attend for, for many reasons, but some of your takeaways will probably be things that you did not plan on achieving. And as is tradition on this podcast, at least, uh, any last thoughts or something that you'd like for the listeners to know before we log off? Yes, Daniel? I think that we covered a lot of it. Sometimes I get really excited about it because it's my life, but I really want to try to pass along that excitement. And people that have seen Promat and, and Modex, you know, can really appreciate the, the tremendous amount of opportunities that exist on site. But really, I need to encourage people to, to register and to make their plans and to try to schedule, you know, meetings and, and everything before they go. Uh, it will be very, very busy, very large. There'll be a lot to see. So pre-planning is important. We will have a mobile app that will be released about a week prior to the show uh, for people to help uh, to, to help with, with this type of planning and, and scheduling. So just encourage people to attend, to participate, and to be really excited about it because not only is it a great business opportunity, but it's a lot of fun. And Chicago is a cool city. So come on. Let's, let's, let's get everybody registered, and, and we look forward to seeing you in Chicago. Excellent. Now, lastly, John, where's the best place to find information about the show? You could go to promatshow.com, and you could register there. It is free for attendees to register, and from there, you can find all the information about the exhibitors, what products will be displayed, and also the education sessions. And you could start now to prepare to be in Chicago uh, on March 20th through the 23rd of 2023. So it's easy to remember, uh, 2023, 2023. It's going to be a huge event, a record-breaking event, uh, 500,000 square feet of exhibits. And we're really looking forward to the show and touching the future of supply chain. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to this MHI cast. And of course, thanks to John Paxton. Thanks to Daniel McKinnon for letting us know what to expect at Promat 2023. It happens March 20th to the 23rd in Chicago's McCormick Place. Visit promatshow.com to learn more and register today. We, of course, will see you there. All right, that's a wrap for us. Thank you for listening to this MHI cast. And thank you to John Paxton and Daniel McKinnon for letting us know what to expect at Promat 2023. Of course, it happens March 20th to the 23rd at Chicago's McCormick Place. Visit promatshow.com to learn more and register today. Here at MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to that next level of success. So thank you for making us a part of your professional development journey.